He loves this great country and why wouldn't he? And he loves the people who live and work in it and he loves getting on TV five nights a week and talking about it at Sky News where he is the very heart and soul of the station. He is my great mate Paul Murray and he joins me now. Hi, mate. God love you, Chris Kenny, and everyone listening. That is the kindest intro I've ever got. I really appreciate it. You're a very, very good man. Tell me, we've just been talking about Tony Abbott. I think it's one of the underreported stories of the week, really. There's been a bit of news around this week, but honestly, for Scott Morrison to say he doesn't need to take Tony Abbott into his front bench when he's got three lame duck ministers. I mean, it's like uh, I've written, I think, in the, Australi- <clears throat> in the Australian tomorrow, if this was a horse race, you'd call the stewards. Yeah. Well, as they have long said, you know, if 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 one thing can be said of of Tony Abbott, regardless of whether you like or or, or don't like, and I very much like uh, like him, is that he is phenomenal during the thirty three days of an election campaign. Now, you know, this is this is the time uh, we are in five minutes to midnight, and you've certainly got in Indigenous affairs a ministry where you would be able to appoint him instantly and he literally, when no one was looking, when it didn't matter, when it wasn't for the cameras, he was spending a week a year in Indigenous communities. Now, what concerns me is if the Prime Minister or the people around him are afraid that by throwing Tony Abbott at the problem, they'll suddenly have more issues coming out of Channel 2. Well, who cares? I like the idea of throwing somebody at the problem. Have a fight. Have yeah, the argument. Have a freaking fight. And if there's one thing that's disappointed us, maybe even all the way back to when Tony Abbott was Prime Minister, is that we had an expectation that they would take on a certain series of fights, but this government, in all of its iterations, just has not taken on the battles. I tell you what, it confounds me. I tell you what, I know you've got a song of the week saved up for me on this issue. I've got a couple of other songs of the week, potential songs of the week that relate to this issue. This one, I think, is the way Scott Morrison is thinking about Tony Abbott at the moment. Seriously, Paul, what's he thinking? He doesn't think he needs this guy. As you say, this is a bloke who's an absolute campaigning warrior. You know, honestly, they're doing themselves so much harm by not utilising him. Well, also, here's the thing. A million votes walked away from the coalition at the last election. And I'll tell you where they went, Chris. You know, I know, and everyone listening, they went off to the right. They went off to One Nation. They went off to... Uh, the Liberal Democrats, they went into a whole collection of other things, and in part because people were dissatisfied that the Liberal Party thought it, it, had, it had no more room for Tony Abbott. Well, you, you're spot that, on, Paul that, Murray. Uh, you're spot on, Paul Murray. And uh, while people can talk to uh, the polls surging upwards initially under Malcolm Turnbull, if you want to look at the pinpoint, the, the time in our political history when one nation was back when it came back as a political force, and now they have them and others have split off conservative votes. That moment was when Tony Abbott was overthrown. Well, this is the thing. I was having this chat with somebody today, which is, you know, for all the sort of the, 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 the Turnbullites who are, are acting appallingly, and, you know, that idiot Julia Banks who's involved in things and sort of the, the, the snipering off of conservatives. They believe that the original sin is um, conservatives not giving them what they wanted when it come to, came to, to climate change last year. Well, uh-uh. The original sin that was the beginning of the end of this government was when they did what the Labor Party had done, 
previously, and that was to assassinate a first-term Prime Minister. Now, amazingly, all of the people who want to say that the decision to remove Turnbull is the reason this government is going to lose are all ignorant of the fact that a million people disappeared, just disappeared when the Liberal Party showed by those actions it was no different, no different at all than Labor. Yeah, uh, look, that is incontrovertible. That is what happened, and that's why they almost lost the 2016 election. We're going to take a quick break, be back with Paul Murray and Julia Banks and Alex Turnbull and Scott Morrison and Tony Abbott after this. The powerhouse from Sky News, Paul Murray, is bringing the program home with me tonight. Paul, just before we leave Tony Abbott behind, you've got a song of the week that relates to this story. Well, I think it's all about the idea that he's copying it. He's copying it from every direction, but he is not flinching. He is not running. He is uh, not being a sook, even if they come and get him. I think this is absolutely appropriate for a man who's taking on all challenges. I do love the way we get to turn TGB into a rock station now and then. A bit of Pat Benatar there. We had ACDC last week. Really good stuff. Now, Paul, uh, you would have seen the awkward exchange today when Josh Frydenberg, the Treasurer, got the Royal Commission handed to him. It's in his hands at the moment. I got an email here from Wilfred. It said, hi, I enjoy your show. Thanks very much for your emails too, by the way. Some of you are sending me emails that are just far too generous that I can't, I'm too shy to read them on air. But uh, uh, Wilfred says, hi, I enjoy your show. I've been at work all day and just tuned in. Can you run by me what happened between Treasurer Frydenberg and the Commissioner today? A bit rude on the part of the Commissioner not shaking hands. Let's just have a listen to this exchange. We get a handshake or something between. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Bit awkward there. Uh, the commissioner, uh, Justice Hayne, handing over the uh, the Royal Commission report to Josh Frydenberg. Uh, Paul, uh, look, I don't blame him for not shaking hands. He doesn't want to be seen to be uh, connected to the government. He's just doing his job, handing it over. It's not a it's not a government report. It's a Royal Commission, and he was just obviously very conscious of that of that divide, wasn't he? Well, absolutely. Also, what I think is interesting about this is. I think that way too many of our institutions bend to the performance standard of uh, modern politics. I like that there are some people who say, look, I don't care whether this is an exciting photo or not. This is is a serious moment. Not everything has to be reduced into sort of a sideshow and a silliness. What I, I find frustrating is then when, of course... Um, you know, a, a, an awkward exchange, yes, because a politician is a chameleon, especially one who's trying to, to get through, you know, a difficult time in the polls, is all of these smart alecks that turn around and try to play pop psychology about how it's an insight into how repulsive the government, blah, 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 blah. Oh, yes, it's, it's embarrassing, that sort of interpretation. A serious inquiry. Yeah, a very serious inquiry. Uh, what do you expect uh, are going to be the headline items out of it on Monday? Well, yeah, fingers crossed. I hope that there's um, a, a real effort to, to put in legislation to basically force banks to go back to, to being banks, not to being you know, faux financial advisors, finding sort of eight ways to charge the same customers. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if, I'm sure it's already illegal, but they're going to make it even more illegal to, to charge dead people. But can I just <laughs> yes, say too, that, is that there, there is a little thing that is underlying, and it might be a little bit undergraduate to, to, to say this, but I think that, you know, while the, the, the behaviour of the banks is thoroughly, absolutely, completely despicable, no question about it, 
the thing that I keep thinking about is, you know, a long time ago, Paul Keating and others made a, a decision that we have to have 10% of our income that is, is put aside for our retirement. Now, that over the years has added billions of dollars of people who are invested by their superannuation firms in banks making bigger profits every single year. So we as customers whinge, but we as investors have benefited from what has become an increasingly craven attempt just to stack that profit up. So I think that all of us should have a little bit, not a not, not, not sense of responsibility, but a little bit more awareness that when we make an investment in our future uh, via the stock market, we expect it, come hell or high water, via good, uh, good means or bad, to make profit. No, I think you're right. Look, I, I, I don't want to defend the banks uh, because uh, what's going on here has been terrible. And Ross Greenwood was on earlier saying he expects there'll be recommendations for some criminal charges and definitely civil proceedings. And as you say, we expect some laws to change the way that the banks operate to sort of keep them out of some profitable areas, some areas where there might be a, a conflict of interest, such as mortgage broking and financial advising. But not only are we all invested in their profitability, Paul, through our superannuation, but there's no doubt that this country has stood in good stead through the rocky financial period of the past decade, partly because we've had a stable banking system. Well, of course. But and this is the thing where there, there, there are consequences that come as a result of this Royal Commission. Now, I know that politically the argument well and truly lost, um, you know, it's been a good thing that's happened, but we all can't sort of moan when it's harder to get a loan. We, we all can't collectively moan when the services being offered by the banks are going to be a little bit different than what they do today. I would have every expectation that it makes our financial institution slightly more cautious. Yep, it's, it, they've already started to tighten up on loans and they're going to tighten up even more after Monday, I expect. Just to finish up on Song of the Week, there's one other idea I had. I played earlier a song that reflected how Scott Morrison is thinking about this at the moment. Here's one that I think the, it, it reflects how Scott Morrison should be thinking about Tony Abbott. When I need you, I just close my eyes and I'm with that romantic thought, Paul Murray, it's time to end the program. And thanks so much for joining us. Look forward to seeing you on air at Sky, 9 o'clock Sunday night. I'm holding your hand in the sunset. <laughs> Beautiful stuff. Paul Murray there. You don't miss him.